Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is that your boat? Nah, working on it. That's not mine. So friends, you have, you have a you have a bigger boat than that, huh? Let me come down and ride around on the boat with you. We can broadcast from the boat. You could do your show. I could do my show, and and really, there would be no reason for me to leave. How about that? Was that your boat in the clip? Or are you doing your show from that? You're the second guy to ask that uh, today. Um, I think that that's not. But we're working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. I get a real kick out of that. Nice work. I think it's Jordan, director Jordan, who put that together as we rock and roll into hour two of the RP show broadcasting live from Windy today, South Florida. Darren Moose DuPont is in the Toronto studio, and he joins us now on this program live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. I find this real funny that in the summertime, Moose, People often say to me, oh, Florida, aren't you worried about being swept up in a hurricane? Oh, aren't you worried about the heat? Blah, blah, blah. And then the snow hits and the temperature plummets and everybody wants to, oh, can I come ride around in your boat? Oh, can I come down? Can I stay with you? You, get pretty you quiet, took advantage pretty of that opportunity. Yeah, they, they changed their tune real fast. Yeah. And uh, life is fantastic here and very happy to report that and uh not if you're a calgary flames fan however and various other struggling teams like the vegas raiders as we walk into hour two of the program it's a thursday last i checked football fridays tomorrow i want to clarify something for all and sundry i will forever be known as the rough rider guy and there's way worse things to be known for than that i'm quite proud of that but i want to clarify something if I was hiring the next head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I would right now be hiring Paul LaPolice. End of story. And it's a bit of a theme on the program today. We'll get way more into it tomorrow, and it'll probably be the poll tomorrow. Who should the Rough Riders hire as their head coach? But the poll today is what is America's game of the week in the National Football League? And it's brought to you by Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group, driven by safety experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence i just wanted to get that out of the way off the top because it was on my mind the dallas philadelphia game is leading the poll on twitter the last that i saw let's get the votes up everybody go to your twitter not if you're driving of course follow at rod peterson show and vote on our poll today for key auto group that's one and then for two darren just to bring it back and land the plane a little bit Last hour, I said, and yesterday, too, it was a carryover to today, Bobby Knight. What do we all think of when we think of Bobby Knight? We think of him throwing a chair across the floor in some college basketball gymnasium in America, here in America. And Bobby Knight passed last night at the age of 83, and he's being remembered not for that, but for retiring as the all-time Division I men's basketball leader, being a leader of men, not being nailed with any basketball violations by the NCAA recruiting, point shaving, anything like that. No, he did it by the book, and he did it my way. The next level of this where I'm bringing you in, Darren, is Paul Lapolice. He's been fired with two prior head coaching stints in the Canadian Football League in Winnipeg and Ottawa, and football people are writing him off. I haven't talked to Lapo, but I've talked to those close to Lapo, and he's like, I hope people aren't judging me based on that. I was with an agent on the weekend who said he had no talent in either place. That has a lot to do with it. But 
where are you on the La Police thing? Are you with the naysayers, which is fine if you are, that say he blew his chances? Or, and, and even if he did, give him the opportunity to learn? Because I'm a believer in Paul La Police. And there are certain people that think I'm not. And I'm like, well, you've, you've, you've read it wrong, but I'm clearly not going to change your mind, so forget it. But I'd hire him. You? Um, I'm, a, I'm a Paul La Police fan. I am. But I wouldn't hire him to be the head coach of my football team right now. Like, if I'm the Riders, uh, if I'm Jeremy O'Day, and, you know, we th- you know, a lot of people think that Jeremy's lucky to, still, to get the extension and not be um, let go along with Craig Dickinson in this whole situation. So do you want to hitch, you know, your whole future in that organization and your chance to a coach that's gone 0-2, uh, 0-2? Do I think, you know, Lapo could be a coach? Yes. But I think he's probably got to go back, be an offensive coordinator again, show the world that, you know, he's still very, very good at that and still owns that. And then I think he could get another shot at being a head coach. Because I'm with you, like, the two situations he was in weren't exactly the best situations. Like, there wasn't a lot of talent there. He wasn't dealt a really great hand. So I'd need to see him probably go back to be a coordinator first, which I think he could be really good at. Some of this comes with age. Some of it comes with experience. I'll get this note in here. I got your hockey stick that you brought down, my 1,000 shows stick from John Ohm. Ohm, he says, Bobby Knight was different and a winner. Kind of like this show, eh? Uh, We were talking about it in my hour morning meeting that uh, clearly I'm doing this show my way. And uh, it's working. Some like it, some don't. Who cares? You're all here, so we're doing something right. Um, <laughs> Jeff, the Stamps fan, says if he goes to the Riders, he won't have any talent either. Who knows if he even wants the job? I haven't heard his name. I haven't heard his name come up in this. Um, so, as I said, and I will move on. Trust me, because that's what Football Friday will be for. I think the Rough Riders are happy that nobody's talking about it. We're like the only ones talking about it right now. They don't want it. They don't want it talked about. They don't want to be talked about. That's what's led to the lowest attendance. Plus, they're losing. It's. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Ali in Texarkana. You should sing more, Rod. Yeah, says you. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I think I'm a terrible singer, but I, when I've belted out a few tunes, people said, well, you have a beautiful singing voice. I'm like, I don't feel that way. Serena started singing one day. I said the exact same thing to her. Well, you should sing more. She's like, no. So, yeah. Robert in Las Vegas says, I agree with you, RP. Lapo would be the best fit for the Rough Riders head coach. Just not sure he would want the job. I'm not sure he wants it either. I think Gil Scott is Lapo's agent. I think that. And Gil didn't even bring it up on Sunday. So I'm not sure he's even interested. Um, Hey, 12 games of the National Hockey League. Let's bring it around to that, because that's what I'd rather talk about. There's some juicy ones. Has your mind... uh, Listen, is your mind going to be on Thursday Night Football? Titans-Steelers? Or the Leafs at the Bruins? This is a clash of two... It's an original six meeting, which gets everybody excited. I know. I know. and And... You say that, and I, I, I'm kind of torn. But I will, my mind and my attention will go to the uh, Thursday night football game. And it's simply because when it comes to the Tennessee Titans or the National Football League, they can only play once a week, right? Whereas um, in, in, in hockey, I'll get, you know, two, three, four games a week. So um, I'll watch the football game, and maybe I'll go back and, and try and watch the, uh, the hockey game later, but we'll see. Um, okay, well, my mind just went down five roads. So, number one, the Dallas Stars, who won in Calgary last night 4-3, are at Edmonton tonight. Allie in Texarkana, the biggest Stars fan I know, other than my niece, Sydney, can you please tell me how the Stars played in that game and how the Flames looked? Because I went to bed before it was over. Flames have lost six in a row. We talked about them a lot last hour. That's one. Two, I see Chicago is not playing tonight, so I don't need to be on Bedard alert. <sighs> Relief. But this is one thing. I, I meant to say this, and I, got, I sidetracked myself. You're not even guilty of it, Moose. I am. 
when I said, does it come with age or does it come with experience? My very good friend, Lorne Mulliken, and you know him well too, was the head coach of one NHL team, the Chicago Blackhawks, and he lasted, I think, a season and a quarter. That's all. And I thought, oh, at the time when that happened, which was 20-some years ago, I guess I was in my late 20s when it happened, I thought, oh, Mooner must have sucked in Chicago. He got fired. It wasn't until during COVID, if you remember, that I was writing all those articles for the website Dub Network, the WHL website, fan website, that I interviewed Lauren for it. And we went through the roster together of that Chicago team. It was all old, broken-down farts. A well-past-his-prime Jocelyn Tebow, a well-past-his-prime Bob Probert, Doug Gilmore, Tony Amonte. Not that these guys weren't all great, but they were in 1987, not 1999. You know what I mean? And then a whole lot of guys that could barely tie their skates. And I look back and I'm like, I feel so terrible that this was a bad team. And I just thought Lauren was a bad coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it wasn't like yeah. he was trying to convince me. It was just that we, I, I dawned on me at looking at the roster. Who could have made? Scotty Bowman couldn't have made these guys win. <laughs> That's what I think. So yeah. you ask Wally Buono what makes a good coach, he says good players. And he's, he's not joking when he says that. Yeah. I know. It's such a tough situation, especially for coaches that, you know, the vacancies, let's remember, the vacancies don't usually open up on successful teams, right? The vacancies open up on teams that have been bad. So when you inherit that as a coach, you don't have a great team. So you really need to have management that's patient with you to grow with it and think you're the guy for the future. I think when you, when you hire, you know, a coach on a team that's, you know, been in the basement, you have to be willing to commit two, three, four, five seasons to, to really see it through, and, and Lauren never got that chance. It's 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain. Just pointing that out there for everybody, for those that are into numerology. Beautiful. That's still the best visualize a positive ever put together. I know, a positive outcome. Visualize a positive outcome to your current, current tough times. What else are you going to do? Allie with a report from the Saddle Dome. She says the Stars had a great second period. The Flames made a good push in the third. They didn't look bad to me. Well, I saw what the coach Ryan Huska said after the game, and he said we had a lull in the second period that cost us. Was that lull the entire second period? It only takes a minute. It's the National Hockey League where, quite frankly, if you take your foot off the gas for one shift, you can lose a game. Is it that much to ask, guys, that you work hard every shift? But we've talked enough about the Flames today. John Ohm, hang on, says the Flames had every opportunity to win that game last night. They lost by just a goal, so I'm sure that's a fact. I told you that I had a juicy NFL nugget today. That was just listening yeah. on the radio driving to the meeting of my club, which, by the way, it's one of the most exciting days of the week because my club meets, and it's the only day of the week that I eat pizza. Approved. Approved. That's why I'm in such a great mood. Yeah. I'll see what the boys in the club are talking about tonight when we all meet down at Flanagan's, and I'll have pizza. But on the radio this morning, and people would... What... I don't mean to put you on the spot other than I will here <laughs> by saying, what's the owner of the commander's name? Do you remember the new owner of the Washington commanders or do I need to look it up? You got to look it up. Cause I can't really remember. Okay. So somewhere or another, nah, Josh Davies or something like that. Yeah, maybe Josh Davis. There's Anyways, them, but yeah. Mike Florio, Mike Florio is rep Josh Harris. You got it between the two of us. We had it. Yeah, we did. Josh Harris. Florio reporting today. People might have seen it at profootballtalk.com or on Florio's Twitter. But he said that Josh Harris has approached or is thinking of approaching Robert Kraft and saying, what would it take to get Bill Belichick off you? Like, if you don't want him anymore, we'll take him. 
And uh, listen, <clears throat> American sports talk is so much different than Canadian sports talk. It ain't even in the same. Not even, you don't even think it's the same business. Because the, the host on Fox Sports Radio this morning is like, come on, Florio, have the balls to say this is happening. Stop tiptoeing around it. But what, no matter what it is, I could see it. I could see one of these billionaire guys that is clueless, as my mom would say, has more money than brains, picking up the phone and calling Robert Kraft and saying, hey, I see that you, the rumor is you're not happy with your coach. What would it take? And Kraft would probably hang up on them. But I could see one of these idiots doing it. Couldn't you? Yeah, I could see it. You know, um, shoot your shot. You want your coach? I mean, great. That's, you know, <laughs> doesn't mean they're going to listen. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see exactly what Robert Kraft does in that situation. Because, you know, are they ready to move on and turn the page? Or are they stuck with Bill? Until Bill decides it's time to be oh. done. And I think he's kind of earned that, right? A lot of these guys are so much fun to be around, but I really would want nothing to do with them. Um, these billionaire owners. And God, I'm telling you, I've been around them forever. You know that. You've heard the, you've heard the stories. Like, they're just... Most of them are narcissists. But, you know, an example of this is the 2002 Grey Cup, where that owner of... And you Stamps fans are going to have to remind me. Was it Michael or Kevin was the owner? Because this kid was the quarterback of the team of Calgary. And uh, it was at the Grey Cup, which I was at. And the owner, Michael Federick, said, I don't know if he got liquored up when he did this, but he was allegedly at a cocktail party and started pimping Wally Buono's services to any teams that might want him. The owner of the team, Michael Federick. Hey, guys, uh, we're going to make Wally Buono available. Does anybody, would you be interested in Wally Buono at all? Because I think we're done with him. Only the Hall of Fame head coach and GM of the Calgary Stampeders. But because they, they don't care what you've done. They don't respect what you've done. And when I say narcissist, a distinct lack of empathy or respect or, or any conscience that you would do that. And to yeah. be honest, I think what ended up happening was Wally heard about this and quit. I think somebody would have to remind me. But how, how dumb do you have to be to do that? But that's what these guys do. And I think I've told you the story one time. I was sitting with a couple of owners of a team. And they pointed at the arena. We were outside the arena. And they said, we bought our jobs. Yeah, me and this guy, we bought our jobs. Not like all these guys that had to work their way up with the team. We bought them. And I was like, that's not something I'd be bragging about. But you know me, I have a very tough time biting my lip. Hey. We'll be back with more. Mark Moser coming in, the voice of the Colorado Avalanche. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. 
But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Episode number 1112 of your favorite daytime sports talk show is on the air on Game Plus TV, Key Radio in Atlanta, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify and YouTube Live. As you see, I'm in South Florida. Moose is in Toronto. Let's bring him in. We've got not a we got a, a new sponsor, I guess. How about a familiar sponsor? Sober Carpenter with the CFL season coming into a close. They brought you the CFL Players Association Player Spotlight Weekly. They wanted more of us, and we wanted more of them. So daily now, they're going to bring you the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. But can we get the text guys on this, Darren? We have a problem. Do you know what the problem is? We've got so many text messages have come in that I can't get to the bottom of them. There are so many. Have you ever, you've tried to use this phone, right, where you, get, you can't get to the bottom oh, of Oh, yeah. Them. Any suggestions? I know. Yeah, you keep I don't scrolling know. down. I'm not sure, but we'll dig into it. Maybe we have to uh, find a way to delete the old ones and get the new ones to the top. Okay. So, the, so one of the messages is from Kirk in Toronto, because we talked so much about the Flames last hour, and I promised that we would talk more about the CFL here today. Um, but Kirk in Toronto, I lost the text. I read it earlier, and now it's so far down I can't find it. But he said he watches every day on Game Plus TV, and he said, Rod, I miss the days of daytime Grey Cups. And uh, I'm going to say this as lovingly and respectfully as I can, Kirk, but what is it going to take for you to get over these things? Because this was the guy back in September that was saying he was worried that the Argos were going to clinch too soon. He was worried about who they were going to play in the playoffs. Now he's ca he can't get over the fact they're not daytime Grey Cups. Kirk, I, I miss a lot of things, too. I miss Barbara Eden in a gypsy outfit. <laughs> I miss my mom and dad. I miss a lot of things. They're gone. We need to find a way to look forward and not look backwards. What's it going to take for you to embrace change and realize everything happens for a reason? I think... I'd like to have a daytime Grey Cup too, but I never spent two seconds thinking about it. Because quite frankly, I think Tim Hortons Field and Hamilton under the lights, and I wish I could be there. I'm getting all these invitations, most notably by the Canadian Football League, but also CFL people to be there. The uh, player awards at the Falls View Casino in Niagara Falls just looks unbelievable. And I can't be there because I have commitments in the United States, and Darren knows what they are. I can't be there this year, but I'll be there next year and the year after. Um, daytime Grey Cups, I, they're gone, bro. Like, Darren, what would you say to Kirk? Because I don't know what to say to the guy. I would sympathize with him because I'm with you. I haven't thought about it. And, and, and now I think about it, like, you know what? That would be nice. I hadn't thought about that. So I'll give you a minute and I'll say, you know what? It would be nice to have daytime Grey Cups. I'm like, what a cool idea. But it's not happening, so I'm going to spend no more time than this 30 seconds thinking about it. And I'm going to go out and enjoy the rest of my day. So it's fun to discuss and kind of cool to think about for a minute. But I wouldn't wallow in that or worry about that or, you know, think that the Great Cup at night is going to be bad because it won't be. <laughs> John Ohm. Um, says Rough Riders season ticket holders are still pissed that O'Day and Reynolds are still running the show. I'll take more things I don't think about for a hundred, please, Alex. Yeah. Because oh you can be as angry as you want. What? 
that ain't changing either. So sit and complain all you want. You got to move on. I'm, you can sit and do whatever you want, but I'm not going to sit there with you. How about that? How about that? Brian and Brian in your Manitoba writes in. He says, in my 55-plus years and eyes, the RP Show is the Great Cup, Stanley Cup, Super Bowl, and World Series of daily sports talk shows. Mic drop. That's from Brian in Beausjour. Trevor Tim writes in and says, uh, he's in Red Deer, Alberta. And he says, hey, guys, congratulations on your success and 1,112 episodes. Flames at least showed some heart and didn't give up last night. Connor Zeri is a reason to get excited about the future. One goal, seven shots, with most being scoring chances. Defensive zone coverage needs work. Oh, man. Let me just get down on a topic here for a sec that I love. It took me a while to figure it out. Anybody will tell you, particularly my family, that I'm a very slow learner. Probably now three seasons ago when I first came here, three NHL seasons ago, I could have jumped right into starting a Panthers podcast back then in Lightning, but I didn't know anybody. Reason I, I'm getting to a point. Jeff Chikrin, as you saw, was on our podcast yesterday. It'll be dropping within about an hour. The Cats and Bolts podcast that Serena and I do. And when it was done, Chickering stood up and went, ah, wasn't ever good talking hockey. I don't get to do that around here. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. That's why we're doing it. Bingo. And that's why it's so popular. But now I don't mind sitting here talking about the Leafs and the CFL and the Flames D zone coverage with our Canadian viewers and not trying to meld the two. See what I'm saying, Darren? It just works. And Chick, he yeah. just loved it. To be honest, he's from Ottawa, and he really wanted, well, Montreal and Ottawa, and he wanted to talk a lot about the CFL. I'm like, Chick, no. Dragging you back over here, and we're going to talk about minor hockey in the state of Florida. You can come on the Rod Peterson show and talk about those things. But uh, that's my point. We figured it out, and it's going great. And they, the hockey people here love talking hockey on the Cats and Bolts podcast. We keep them separate, and it's working great. And I'll just say this about the beautiful Serena Dawn. She was strolling through the kitchen here the other day, and she's like, I got to get on your show again and set those people straight. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure the world's ready for that. So back to where we were tonight, NBA, Philadelphia at Toronto. I saw a guy try to, I feel like the viewers, Darren, and audience are trying to just sneak in little digs to get me upset. Some guy wrote in and said, what about that Clippers win the other night? And I'm like, just don't, man. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. People need to turn on their television sets or radios and know that we're going to be talking about hockey and football pretty much exclusively. World Series when it happens, but not baseball on a daily basis. And the NBA? No. I, uh, it, it is cool, though. Do you know Raptors fans? It's, just, it's an interesting topic, though. How many people in your circle there, where you are, how much do you hear about Raptors talk? I bet you there's quite a bit. Uh, a little bit. In, in, a little bit. But in my circles, really not. Not yet. Um, but the more I, to be honest, my circles kind of blend. So um, when I go downtown and I hang around with, whether it's the Game Plus people or anybody like that, there's a lot more Raptors talk. A lot more. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely is something that gets talked about around here. Uh, well, cool. So, and I'll get to the comments coming in. There's a lot here. Um, and, well, Curtis Fallman writes in and says, poor NBA fans. What are you talking about? Because we won't talk about the NBA. They get enough talk. But my guys that I will be seeing tonight in my club, I really, it's important to get outside your usual little circle and have another club. Like you said, your circles. Talk to other people. Like last week, when we met, uh, I was talking about this bright line train. You took it, Darren. They call it the murder train because it's picking people off left and right across the state of Florida. The bright line train. You were on it. Thank God you didn't get hit and killed. No, that's like I didn't know every that. day somebody's getting picked. They're getting picked off and people are, yeah, look it up. The bright line train. It goes from the very southern, t well, down where the heat play. Now they got extended all the way up to Orlando. And before long, it's going to zip around to Tampa Bay. But what the talk here is, 
who are these people getting killed? Are they homeless people? Are they drugged out people? Are they suicidal people? What is it? You know, but they're calling it the murder train. Facetiously. Uh, the media is not, but that's the word on social media. But my point is, we're sitting around, table of guys, and I said, guys, how do you get, take the Brightline train to the Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play? And they said, you don't. doesn't go by that way. It goes down to where the Heat play. And my guy Mitch from New Jersey said, uh, yeah, it's, I took it to all the Heat playoff games last year with my kid. It was awesome. But it doesn't go by the Dolphins stadium. So then Dylan, who looks very much like uh, Dylan from um, Dylan McDermott, or Dylan Mulrooney, Dylan Mulrooney, the actor, looks just like him. Spitting, it might be Dylan Mulrooney, actually. He said, take the sawgrass all the way around. It'll drop you off right at Dolphin Stadium. And I'm like, yeah, no. I think i just going to go meet with Gil at the Dolphins Hotel. How about that? And that's what I did, and it was fantastic. Yeah. Terry, the lawyer, checks in from Calgary. He says, I'm heading to the Gray Eagle for breakfast tomorrow, Rod. Wish you were there. Well, do me a favor, Terry, and ask them why I'm not. And let me know what they say. Which is a whole other thing, uh, Moose. We'll get to the neck guards. Wait, no, I'll jump on it right now. Mark and Melfort. He's a beekeeper. That's an actual job, Moose. He's a beekeeper in Melfort. He says the WHL announced Wednesday, that's the Western Hockey League, everybody, that they will be implementing neck guards this week. No word from the SJHL or any Junior A hockey. You hear anything? Great show today. I have not, but I'll tell you something about Junior A hockey. Money is tight there. It's tight in major junior hockey, let alone junior A. You know what? It would be nice if some company stepped up and said, I'm going to buy neck guards for the entire Yorkton Terriers hockey team. That would be the nice thing to do. Get some sponsorship out of it and pay for it for the team. Because you can't expect CCM or Bauer to provide every minor hockey player and junior player across North America with a neck guard. And I completely lost my train of thought. Now I just got it back. When I sit and think about this sports business boot moose i have a you know me i have a tough time fibbing i can't that's why people are tuned in here today they know that they're going to get the truth but i was thinking about this last year at gray eagle i don't i was you'd left but we were talking about um, the problems of the flames and one of the people in the live audience said to a flames alumni that was there i'm not going to name him but the the fan the viewer said ah, i heard there's a rift between daryl sutter and Brad Tree Living. Is that true? And the Flames alum was like, no, 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 no. There's no rifts within the Flames. A couple months later, everybody's fired. It comes out. The Tree Living and Daryl didn't like each other. <laughs> and I said to my friend, yeah, you told that guy that there's no rift between those two. And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'd rather just not talk about it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then then be dishonest to somebody. Anyways, Moose, I'll let you go. We'll get, is Mark Moser uh, logged in, Producer Clark? Okay, we'll get to him next. Thanks, Moose. Have a great Toronto day. Thank you. Colorado Avalanche television voice Mark Moser joins us next. We are live on the Game Plus television network all across Canada and 31 U.S. states. WQEE Radio in uh, Atlanta. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today.
That's us. It's game day in Florida, but both our teams are on the road. The Panthers are at Detroit. The Tampa Bay Lightning are at Columbus. Last night, Ivan Prozvatov made 28 saves in his first start for Colorado, and Miko Rantanen had goal and an assist to lead the Avalanche past the Blues 4-1 in Denver. Mark Moser called it. He joins us today, and I appreciate his time. Uh, Mark, welcome back to the RP Show, sir. How did the, how'd the game go last night, aside from the everybody can see the score, but how was it to call and what was entertaining about it? I thought it was a pretty good game, Rod. First of all, let me say this. I'll come on your show anytime if you can give me a ride on that boat that I saw. I'll come down there. I'll, fl I'll fly down to the FLA. I just want to get on that boat. Deal. Hey, hey, there's something about it. Look, looked awesome. February 10th, by the way, the Avalanche were at the Florida Panthers. Just putting that out there. Um, Perfect. Yeah. It, no, so. <laughs> it, brought, it, was, it, was, it was really good. It was, you know, Rosvatov hadn't, he hadn't started a game since last season with the Coyotes. And the Avs just picked him up October 9th on waivers from Arizona. And so we'd seen him working hard in practice. He got a little relief time this past week uh, as uh, the, the game was out of hand. And so it, it, I guess you really didn't know what you were going to get out of him. I mean, he's a guy that has played against the Avs in the past. And, in fact, his first start ever, the Avs rough the Coyotes up for nine goals between he and, and the guy who just won the Stanley Cup last year for the, the Vegas Golden Knights. But, you know, times move on, and I thought he was very square to the puck. I thought he was very good. And, you know, with the injury to Pavel Francouz again, you're going to need a reliable number two. And I think what this does, it gives him confidence. Obviously, Jared Bednar and the staff look at it and say, okay, you played really well, uh, Ivan. And then the guys in front of him, mostly, because they have hardly played in front of him. You know, he made five saves in his, it was in his relief appearance, and that's it. So he was very square to the puck all night. I thought he was very active. He's a big guy at 6'5", and, and that was good. You know, and, and the St. Louis Blues, Rod, I'll say this. I don't know that they're going to be a playoff team this year. Uh, you know, when you look at top-end talent, they've got some very good players, don't get me wrong. But they don't have that superstar kind of player on the roster right now. But they're a team that's going to play hard for Craig Berube every single night. That's my opinion. And Jordan Bennington has had a rebound year so far. He's played well to start the season. He hasn't been getting the goal support. I thought the Blues played a, a very tough, hard game last night. I thought they were, they were moving their legs quite nicely. And, and that's what they're probably going to be for the course of the year. But this Avalanche squad coming off back-to-back -back shutout losses on the road, they had to inflict their will when they got back on the home ice. And that's what we saw last night. We saw... McCarr, Rantanen, and, uh, and certainly Nathan McKinnon, all with multi-point games, and that's just what the doctor ordered. I want to ask you about Kale McCarr in a second. That's the primary question I have for you, but, but another one is goaltending, Mark, and you've been around the game a long time. Have the Avalanche, the Stanley Cup champion team, and then last year's Golden Knights proven you don't need to overspend or have a real star goalie to win a Stanley Cup? Or is that an insult to Darcy Kemper to say that? Well, I guess a little bit it would be because Darcy played pretty darn good, Rod. But I, I've been saying this for the Avalanche and probably that way for the Vegas Golden Knights. When you've got that talent, when you've got that kind of blue line, you've got those four, you've got your structure and, and the way you play the game, the way Jared Bednar likes to play the game, you're not going to need a Vasilevsky. You're not going to need, in my opinion, an Ottinger. Now, if you have one of those, awesome. I mean, if you've got a Shesterkin, great. I mean, you know, these are, these are the world-class guys. But you just need your goalie to be pretty good, pretty darn good. You know, I mean, you don't have to be all-world every single night. You don't need to have a 178 with a, you know, a 943 save percentage. You just need to keep it steady and make saves when you need to. Make the big saves when you have to because you're going to get plenty of goal support. And I thought Darcy, through his Stanley Cup run, I thought he was pretty good. You know, and he missed time in the, in the playoffs. Remember, he got hit in the eye. Uh, uh, in, in that series against Nashville, Frankie comes in, he plays great in his stead, then Darcy comes back, and they win it all. But you just have to be pretty darn good. And it's not that way for a lot of teams. I mean, when you have a very good team, let's take Tampa, for example, and then you have a Vasilevsky back there, oh, my God. I mean, it, it, that's why you win two in a row and then, and then go to a third and, and lose to the Avalanche because you're that good. And Dallas is way good up front of the back end, and Utter's playing his tail off. Um, so I think when, when a team has all of that together in today's cap world, it's a luxury. I mean, it really is. But for the Avalanche, you know, they just need Alexander Georgiev to be good like he was last year, like he's been for the most part this year. He was the number two star of the week in, in week one of the NHL. And I think that that's, that's the formula going forward. You don't need a $10 million a year goalie. You just need a guy that you can pay well, but he's going to make the big saves when you need it.
you explained it very well. Uh, it's talent uh, at other positions, depth, scheme, because look at what Tampa Bay's doing without Vasilevsky. They're still 4-4-1 four, four, and one ahead of the Panthers. So this summer in Calgary, where I spent another wonderful summer in the mountains, they say Kale McCarr is the face of Calgary minor hockey. And I thought, what a wonderful face to have for your minor hockey program. Just talk about this kid, if you don't mind. We all see him on the ice. What's he like off and being part of the Avalanche organization? You know, when he, when he came in as a rookie in that playoff series, ironically, against Calgary, you know, some years ago, he was so calm. I, you know, the, the extra year in college, I think, did him one. So, I mean, a lot of guys, they would like to jump with his kind of talent and get paid or whatever. And he said, you know, I told UMass I'm going to play a couple of years here, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. But it matured him as a player. You know, he, he came in as a mature guy. His game was mature. His brain was mature. And he stepped in right away. And I think you don't have to be this mature guy and, and you know, compose yourself very well if you got the game, right? And all the guys in the room could recognize, hey, this, uh, this kid can help us a little bit, you know? And so... He ingratiates himself right away, and then he comes back the next year, and his, his disposition gets along well with Landis Gog and McKinnon and Ranton and, 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 at the time, Eric Johnson. And so he fit right in as, quote, one of the leaders. And then when you, you win a Norris Trophy, you know, and, and you're recognized as one of the best defensemen on planet Earth, maybe the best right now. I know there are arguments to be made about what Carlson did last year and what Josie did the year before, and I believe all of that, but... You know, Kale McCarr is, is just such the complete package, Rod. He's, he thinks the game so well. He skates so well. He shoots so well. He defends so well. You know, and I've said this once. I've said it a million times. He's, he's a way better hitter than I ever knew he was going to be coming into the NHL. He's not the biggest guy, but, man, he, he gets that shoulder right in the middle of the chest and stops guys in their tracks. And he's always seemingly pulling something new out of the books, and we just saw it. You know, a, a couple, three games ago when he goes darting in and he takes it through the circle rod and he goes backhand top shelf. And I'm going, you know, he did that against the Blackhawks in, a, in, a, in an overtime situation, a three-on-three, three, but this is five-on-five. Five. And I'm going, my God, he fit the puck into this tiny spot and he's going full speed and it's a backhand shot. It's just his toolbox is endless. I mean, I don't know where you buy one of those at, the, at your local home improvement store, but you better get one with shelves on the sides and the lift up top and all that because <laughs> he just keeps putting new stuff into it every single year. I mean, I don't know how many Norrises he's going to win. He's got to stay healthy and thank goodness he he wasn't injured in that in that hit in Buffalo and the, you know, Kyle Post was not a dirty player. I just hate that hit. You know, when you're 5 to 8 feet from the boards and even if you just nudge a guy a little bit in the small of his back, that guy's going to going to go tumbling into the boards. We've seen knees and ankles and shoulders and heads and everything else out of that, but He's just, um, he's just world-class. So I don't know how many Norrises he's going to win, but I know that one certainly is not enough for what's going to be a Hall of Fame career. Last question comes from the audience. John in Winnipeg has a good one that I'd like to know the answer to, too. He says, hey, Mark, do opposing teams playing the Avalanche in Colorado still use the excuse of the high altitude for not winning, or is that old news? We used to hear about it all the time, and I haven't heard about it for a long time. I, you know, maybe back in the day when guys were still in the locker room, and I'm sorry, the guy from Winnipeg, Matt, I think it was, but back in the day when guys would be in the locker room and they'd go into the showers and hammer and dart, you know, and then, and then get back <laughs> on the ice, you know, way back in the day, uh, these athletes are so fine too. Now, you will see it over at Broncos games. You'll see guys in the sideline doing one of these, and every now and again in the NBA, uh, but for for the NHL, no, it's, it's not used anymore at all. I mean, these guys are – I don't even know how they do it. I mean, what do they take? Two weeks off in the summertime and they're right back in the gym and their cardio's off the charts and all that. Uh, it's just uh, the abs exploit, uh, you know, what works for them. But they're, they're an awfully fast team, an excellent transition team, excellent puck possession team. And so you put all that together. It doesn't matter if you played on the moon or you played at sea level or, or here at altitude. Uh, these guys are fast, they're going to fly, and it's going to be up to you to keep up or at least try to get as ugly as you can in the neutral zone and slow them down because if you don't, you're going to pay the price. 
Love the answer. Mark, I love talking hockey with you. I appreciate the time. We will see you February 10th. The only reason I remember that is it's a special uh, date to me, and I had to look up that the Avalanche were here that day. So we'll see you then. Enjoy the hockey between now and then, Mark. Thanks for the time. My kingdom for a ride on that boat, Rod. Whatever it is you want, you got it. I'll see you on the 10th, buddy. Write it down. Mark Moser, the voice of the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, we'll be back with overtime for overtime hockey lanes in Calgary right after this. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio. How am I going to get a ride on that boat? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Welcome back, everybody, for Overtime, brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. You always think hockey when you see that, don't you? 28th Street Northeast, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market. It's an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts, where skill and fun collide. Yes, we um, formed some great alliances with the Calgary minor hockey community this summer, and... Uh, why doesn't the Calgary minor hockey community go check out Overtime Hockey Lanes? Call ahead, book your spot, and have the most fun that you're going to have with your skates on or without. There's another one for you, Randy. Overtime Hockey Lanes. Just go check it out and tell them Rod sent you. Um, yeah, John Ohms had a lot to say, and it's all been good today. John in Winnipeg says, uh, <laughs> a GoFundMe for Rod's boat, LOL. I have learned so darn much. Almost, somebody right, asked me, oh, it, it was my Dale Mike. You know him, Clark, Mike Lee, asked if I was considering a reality show on my life down here. And I thought, hmm, wouldn't that be interesting? I've learned so much. Like, the two best days of your life is when you buy a boat and when you sell a boat. I know you got to think about it for a second. I know. Um, so, we're still working on that first day. I'll jump to the uh, sports update in a second. Bomber Boy is in Calgary watching on Game Plus TV and writes in on the Sober Carpenter text line. Doesn't that have a nice ring to it? Sober Carpenter. Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store, non-alcoholic craft beer. Bomber Boy says... Maybe RP's Vegas shirt will be the kiss of death for the Knights tonight. Great show. Go Jets. Um, I didn't plan it. I did not plan it. I hope people in Winnipeg are not triggered by me wearing a Golden Knights shirt. Um, I say that Saskatchewan people, of which I'm one, and Manitoba people are very, very similar people. Ag is the number one industry in both provinces. Flatlanders love our sports. But I haven't necessarily figured them out yet in Winnipeg because the amount of times the Jets have gone up against the Golden Knights in the playoffs and lost, if you don't hate them yet, what's it going to take? And people say there's too many Manitobans on the, on the Golden Knights. That wouldn't matter to me. But maybe that's just the competitor in me. If I hate you because I lost to you, I'm going to hate you until I beat you. Then I'll love you. Sports update for the first time in their 63-season franchise history. The Texas Rangers are World Series champions. The Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 5-0 in the title-clinching Game 5 on Wednesday night to cap an 11-0 record on the road in the postseason with three straight wins in the desert. It's a jam-packed night in the NHL with 12 games on deck and six Canadian teams in action. The Ottawa Senators host the LA Kings in their first game since parting ways with longtime general manager Pierre Dorian. Which, by the way, I want to put a plug in for Sean Simpson. He's been good enough to come on this show. TSN Simmer out of Ottawa. He's starting his own podcast on Monday. It's called Simmer Down. And I think it's going to be great. And it begins right at the same time as ours. Noon Eastern. But I don't care. If you're going to watch that, you're probably not going to watch this. So I just want to give Simmer the plug because he's a good guy. Don't think he's going to talk a lot of CFL football on there. 
Toronto Maple Leafs visit the Boston Bruins. The Edmonton Orders entertain the Dallas Stars. The Winnipeg Jets pay visit to the Vegas Golden Knights, as mentioned. Vancouver Canucks heading south to take on the San Jose Sharks. And the Montreal Canadiens are in Arizona to play the Coyotes. And the Pittsburgh Steelers host the Tennessee Titans to kick off week nine of the NFL season tonight. Pittsburgh is second in the AFC North at four and three. Titans three and four. And third in the AFC South, it's on Amazon Prime. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters November 17th. Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. And brought to you as well by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. If you haven't figured it out yet, and that's why I think we have the viewers from across Canada and in the U.S. that we do, you got shows like Zimmer, uh, Simmers that are going to hammer, hammer, hammer on the sends, sends, sends. You got Barn Burner on the Flames, Flames, Flames. Winnipeg Sports Talk on the Jets, Jets, Jets. Little Bombers. Sakaris and Price on the Canucks. But don't you get tired of it after a while? Like I do. I get tired of the Cowboys talk and um, various other teams that you can get all the time. Here, it's the variety is the spice of life. Mark and Melford says, love the shirt, Rod. Go Knights. Oh, he's in Melford? Okay. I, he said it, not me. Um, tomorrow is a football Friday. What do we got, Clark? We got, we got some special guests, right? We got Tim Fleiser, Justin Cooper, Jim Barker, Jim Lang. Ooh, doggy. So for you football fans, you really got to tune in tomorrow because that's where we're going to get down on the CFL semifinals. It's, nobody else is spending a whole day on football, certainly not in Canada, on Fridays year-round. But we will. We played deal or no deal earlier. Hamilton at Montreal. The Owls favored by three and a half at home. I'm cheering for the Owls, taking the Ticats. Last minute of play in the RP show. And then Calgary at BC, which you people voted as Canada's game of the week. Calgary at BC. I feel like that's a regional historic thing, not about the personalities involved. Because I think the Hamilton, and BC's favored by seven and a half at Bet Regal. But I think the far better storyline is Bo Levi versus Cody Fajardo in that Eastern semifinal. But hey, that's just me. And I'm the guy selling it to you. And I also said earlier that uh, I would be hiring Paul LaPolice if I was hiring for head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So there you go. Jeff the Stams fan says, Football Friday tomorrow, CFL semifinal edition. That's right. We'll be playing NFL deal or no deal too. John Ohm says, have a great day, everyone. Be kind. Be awesome. Get your neck guard out. Buy one for your local minor hockey player. And we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.